0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Vendo Podcast. Uh, I'm Pablo Floyd Sanchez. I am a Walmart account manager and advertising account manager for Walmart.com. We also have uh, Daniel Rodriguez, who is our content associate manager. So um, what we're going to go through today is kind of just talk about Walmart.com and the kind of changing landscape with content um, and go into details of what... What makes a good PDP? What does Walmart specifically look for to hit that 95% content score? Things that as a brand, as a supplier, we can change on our PDP um, and just tips and tricks just uh, to help to get that uh, content score higher on walmart.com. So first thing I wanted to ask you, Daniel, um, is when you're going through um, a brand's particular content and just looking at through your items and item 360 um, what are some tips and tricks that you have um, for increasing that overall content
1: score yeah thank you Pablo for introducing me and this is my first time on the podcast and I'm looking forward to it so yeah like I deal with content every single day uh, and sometimes I'm dealing with some really some brands that just have their their content and assets all over the place you know they have like less than two images, the site description is not up to date or it has wrong information, um, product title's way too long. Walmart's a different beast. Um, they have their own kind of like niche way of like ha- having to product, to optimize their products on, on .com and a lot of it um, comes from like the Walmart style guides that they have. You know, I usually just kind of abide to what they recommend that how, how we should optimize our, our stuff and present our brands and products on Walmart.com. So the way I like to like really go in and and dig deep on these when I'm optimizing listings is I always like to keep it simple. Um I don't like my product titles to be completely long and and just have a bunch of like information where because that's not how it works on Walmart. You know, you have more for
0: Amazon, right?
1: Yeah. Amazon you can go ahead and put as much as you want and you can make it a paragraph long and it'll be just fine because that's how their keyword research is, right? On Walmart is completely different. They actually, it actually negatively affects how you rank on, on, on site because, you know, they favor a more uh, simple and, and just like clean product title. So when it comes to product titles, I would say keep it simple and that goes for everything else as well. Site descriptions, Try not to go more than a thousand characters, you know, keep it conversational, fun, and easy to read. And the same thing goes with uh, the key features. Like these are all different elements of the product page. And I believe that like, if you keep it simple, there's no way that you can go wrong. And and, um, yeah, and fail on Walmart. Uh, Yeah, I
0: totally agree with you. I think uh, um, Walmart keeps the same philosophy when looking at walmart.com they're all about the customer so uh, as a customer it can be overwhelming when for example you're shopping on amazon and you see these product titles that have over 100 characters that are just super long these key features that just go on forever Um, and walmart has a different approach when it comes to content they've got to keep it simple they want to inform the customer in a concise way Uh, so what to what you're saying daniel i think Uh, it's a great strategy to kind of follow Walmart style guide and just in general, try to keep things simple. So, um, I know myself, I've gone through those style guides and, uh, sometimes they can be really long. They had 70, 80 pages in those PDFs. Um, How do you manage to go through everything and make sure that we cover everything that Walmart wants or that, uh, for, for example, put yourself in the shoes of a brand new supplier. How do you take in all the information that Walmart provides for their style guides?
1: Well, to be honest, man, it's just a matter of like repeating, you know, after you notice a couple things like that, because I've been, that's all I deal with is I I literally live, breathe Walmart style guides. So after a certain like amount of times, you just kind of start noticing a pattern. And especially when you're trying to increase content scores, you kind of notice what are the things that really have a big weight on content scores. Because essentially these scores are what measure how great your product page are, your pages are, right? And um, yeah, no, it's, there's, yeah, I, I basically could do this with my eyes closed and, you know, yeah. after a while you just sort of kind of, you kind of get, uh, understand the way Walmart works, you know? Um, yeah. But I, I want to continue and 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 just give our audience like, more tips and tricks on how to like really increase your product scores um one thing that I really noticed is that um it's best to let's say you have a cross you have a different item like a bunch of items across like your catalog um and you're trying to to opti- like optimize every single listing I think being able to standardize like some sort of uniformity and like and everything like your the way your product titles are structured the way your images are laid out um the way like the structure of your site descriptions it'll be best if you can kind of like develop some sort of like standard way of like having each structure to have so what i'm trying to say if like if a certain product title has a certain like um, image count that you're trying to hit make sure that you get that across all your items you know or if if there's a certain way you want to lay out your imagery like like if you want to start off with like a hero image always follow up with the with an infographics and then your lifestyles make sure that they all have the same. kind of standard of how to look because it looks a lot cleaner across all your items instead of it's just everything's all scattered different image counts. uh, uh, different product title character counts and it just looks kind of funky and it kind of just. I think the customer really appreciates uh, or like organization and just kind of consistency because they they'll be they'll be able to like understand like oh I can trust this brand and totally. I, I want to buy from them more right
0: yeah I think they really appreciate the consistency too to what you said you know I've definitely shopped on Walmart.com and I'm comparing products from the same brand and you know one product has like two images has a very short description and then uh, I'm looking at like a different flavor from the same brand and it has like a ton of images full out full description um and it just kind of creates an inconsistent shopping experience because uh from there I, okay I have to to really compare what I want I have to go to Amazon or go to the brand CDC site um, to kind of do more research and it just kind of slows down the process
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and I'd rather go to brands that have their content and I can go and easily especially like when I'm shopping in, door, in stores and um, not all the information is on the product, I can easily go into the app and I expect to have consistent image count, to have all that description there uh, to kind of inform me when making my decision.
1: Yeah, and and you bring up a really good point. Not only do you should you expect consistency as a customer, but you should expect that all the information on that product page is correct. You know, you don't want to be led astray, and like you order the 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 product, and it comes in, and it's like this is not exactly what was advertised online. So, you you know, being able to like optimize like how accurate your information is online uh, just can go a long way. You know, consistency. Make sure that everything makes sense. You know, in terms of like the information that you put on, because I mean, at the end of the day, if Walmart flags it like, for being incorrect, you know, you. It could lead to a lot of bad consequences. So, I mean, really? I, I I always say that um, that even all the information that you put on the front end is just as important as the information that you update in the back end with all the attributions. You know, mm-hmm. and making sure that you put the, you you enter the most valid inputs on those because the more correct your information is on both sides, the more your content scores increase. You know.
0: Yes, totally agree. And I know Walmart's made this a priority. Uh, I mean, content's always been important for Walmart.com, but it's uh, really taken a huge priority uh, starting around August 2020 uh, yeah. when stores and .com merged together. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been a huge emphasis on getting content scores up. It, it differs by department, but uh, overall, merchants are looking to for brands to hit that 95% score. In some cases, 99%. Um, so, yeah, you'll need your imagery, your description, your reviews, um, that's all important. And um, the merchants themselves do have some influence into the content score. It's minimal, but it, they can influence certain attributes to um, have a larger weight to the overall content score. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, it's pretty consistent on what constitutes a strong content score. From product category to product category, um, it's like Dan- Daniel, like you said, it's just hitting those uh, essential uh, and core fundamentals within the PDP mm-hmm. that will really help drive that content score to get that ninety-five percent.
1: Yeah, and and it's crazy now, like uh, Walmart's demanding no less than ninety percent on these content scores. You know, so it's getting to the point where like it's it's a huge focus on Walmart.com and. And how you rank and searchability and it ties in directly to everything you know so the more pressure they put on content scores you know the more like i think i have to do a better job on optimizing my listings you know and and this is just this is like just the way that i work on and optimize my listings across different brands and you know and it, it's definitely has been you know i think i've I've done a pretty good job at it. <laughs> yeah. So, but totally. enough, like, I, I know, I, my job is content, right? Content, content, content. I, I, I do what I can. And, you know, by abiding by the Walmart, the Walmart style guide, once I op- optimize content scores and listings and all that, how does that then affect our sales? You know?
0: Totally. I'm happy to go into that. So I mean, ultimately, the the reason that Walmart makes content such a high priority is to help improve conversion, both for walmart.com and in stores. Uh, Starting with walmart.com, having a high content score um, helps improve your conversion rate. When personally working with all my brands that are advertising with us, um, this plays a huge factor in uh, the conversion rates. Obviously, it differs from category to category uh, when advertising on walmart.com, but it can make a huge difference going from uh, 7 to 10% and jumping all the way to 20, 25%. Um, with some grocery brands, we're seeing uh, conversion rates of up to 80, 90%. So um, that constant score plays a huge factor in improving your conversion rate, which will help when you're advertising with Roas, but in general, just help um, a greater return on those impressions overall. And then, uh, likewise, in stores, um, consumers are, are always shopping in, with their phone and they're looking up the products. And having a, a PDP with a high content score uh, is more likely the customer will feel fully informed in making their decisions and more likely to purchase products that they are uh, they have a few uncertainties about or just want to get more general information. The PDP is there for that exact reason. So that's why Walmart is even pushing for uh, that 95% content score is not only for items they're available to purchase on walmart.com, but also in-store only items. Uh, It's also really important to hit that 95%. Um, Yeah, it's really to improve conversion to help get those sales up. Any uh, final tips for a brand working in Item360? Any uh, tips and tricks to get your content to get pushed through?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think being very patient with Item360 is a really good tip and trick. And if some of your updates never go through, don't be scared to try it again and over and over again. until so it actually like updates online, because that's just like the, the nature of, you know, item 360 and the way Walmart systems go. Um, you just have to be very persistent, but also very, um, you know, up, up for the challenge. Cause I think it, yeah, me and you both know that is, it is quite a challenge to work with Walmart, especially right oh, now yeah. so they're updating their systems very consistently. And so we just have to roll with the punches there.
0: that's pretty much it. No, I totally agree, especially uh, even when looking at Seller Center's uh, system that they've kind of worked on more recently. So uh, additional features that item 360 doesn't necessarily have, but nonetheless, it's still uh, a bit of a buggy system trying to improve content sometimes, especially uh, its inaccuracy in um, providing accurate content authorship Mm -hmm. information. So um, some of those content updates will say that they were successful and pushed through, but uh, as a brand, you don't necessarily always own your uh, PDP's content. So um, working through the seller seller, seller center support system, um, working with their team to kind of help get that resolved um, can sometimes be yeah. a bit tedious task. So like you said, Daniel, patience will be really important when updating your content on Walmart.
1: Yeah, that's what I've learned so far, man. <laughs> but, uh- <laughs> totally. Cool, man. I'm glad that we're able to have this conversation between, you know, content guy over here and sales guy over there. And, you know, I think the, the more we work with each other, the more we, we, we are able to understand more about e-commerce in the space that it comes with, you know. So it was really nice talking to you, Pablo.
0: Yeah, um, well, I, I was very happy to be able to join you, Daniel, for this podcast. Nice. Um, until the next one. All right, man. Cheers. Thanks.